going shit going back to the question now that we're talking about this like i think i would be surprisingly inspired because i just wouldn't expect all this i think i think listening to this episode would be would would fire me up to know that i'm talking about the things that i'm talking about and and reflecting on that time when i was fuck anywhere from 18 to to 23 was a shitty point You know my brother, like they gave me a list of uh baby names. Yeah, I was cracking up. Oh, please share. Bro, Slater was on there. Slater. I was like, from Saved by the Bell? She's like, Yeah. I was like, come on. There was one that I swear. No, was, is that legitimate? Yeah, it was yeah, you didn't know that? About Slave by the Bell? Or that not they actually sl- put that. Not slave by the bell, saved by the bell. Get the come fuck on, dog. Did with you that not shit. hear that? Yo, you we're gonna play so- that back. <laughs> Hey, just like always the, trying to make me feel uncomfortable, dude. That's bro. what he said. We're in my you, own damn house. I, underst- and I, feel I understand that you meant Slater, no, or you were saying Slater. And were you and saying? Saved. Are you serious? You said as far Slave as by the Bell. Did they actually did, pick that name? Did they? Did they? No. Did are like they thinking about naming because yeah, yeah. of Slave oh, by the Bell? No, they just like the okay, name. But, okay. But I told them like you can't do that. To I was like kid. nobody was ever been inspired by Saved by nah. the Bell to name their dude. One was from Vikings. <laughs> one was from Vikings. The, the TV show. Okay. I don't know if it was Ragnar, but it was something, <laughs> something crazy. One was like, bro, there was some crazy names in there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Ragnar. <laughs> Ragnar. <laughs> dude, 100%. I was cracking up. There's like one normal name. I'm excited to be an uncle. What was the normal name? Slater? <laughs> Funny thing, it was prob- probably was. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't remember them all. I got to get that list because it was Ragnar. funny, man. Huh. That's crazy. That's interesting, huh? Yeah, so I got to go over there in, in uh, Ellensburg and kick it with that baby too. I feel like I'm good with like 11 months and up. She's like obsessed with her little niece, and it's a cute baby, but it's a baby. You know what I mean? Like I feel like once they can start kind of walking, then you can kind of mess with them and play with them. They're wearing normal people clothes. Like I'm good. I can't like I don't know what they to, gotta they gotta be out of the onesies for yeah, you. Yeah, dude. I don't know what to do with a little baby. Like I don't know how to hold a baby. I don't know, like it's like the easiest thing in the world. That's crazy to me, man. It makes me nervous. Like Val's kid was there today. Up. He was cool. Like yeah. big little guy. You're cause your nephew, how old is he? He's is it Ashton or Aston? Asher. Asher. Yeah. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. Yeah. Like uh, like Asher Roth. Oh, okay, okay. How old is he? He's uh he's just over a year. Okay, yeah. So their baby today was eleven months. So that's a good range for me. And like Maya, like that's cool. Like she's like five. Three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, your your gauge is just <laughs> all over the place. It's but, bad, man. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Cause cause Shannon will ask me about the kids there and I'm like, I don't know, she's like seven or so. She's in kindergarten. She's like, What? That is no. <laughs> Like, well, that's that's it. what happens when you're like extremely self-centered. Get the you know? fuck out of here, bro! <laughs> you can't even be self-centered doing what we do. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, I guess you're just not. You're. Be I mean, get out of look here. Look at bro. you, bro. On, man. You know that's bullshit. Yeah, where's my boom boom T-shirt, by the way? <laughs> Why would you get one? Okay. Actually, I'll give you one. You want to rock one? Yeah, dude. I got an XL men's. Good. Are you an XL yet? Yeah. Dope. 
Mike's got one. She was trying to get me to get one for the little baby. The dude didn't have them, though. I was going to get onesies because I got all these pregnant moms training with me. Dude, I'm about to start a program called Moms Formation. Like, i actually been, like, kind of, like, writing down notes about this. That's Instead a good of Man's Formation. And it'll be, like, two phases. So you can either join when you're pregnant or, like, post-pregnancy. But either way, like, the people who are pregnant, guess what they're going to want to do when they're done, right? But I'm actually going to create, like, a page and everything for it because I've had, like, five different moms train with me through pregnancy and then afterwards now. And it's, like... All of them can vouch for it. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, it's a good niche. Yeah, or niche. Is it niche or is it niche? I think it's niche. I've always said niche. My mom corrected me a while ago. She was like, "It's not niche. It's niche." And she rolled her eyes and everything. So, <laughs> she's English though. Yeah, yeah. But they say things differently. Like, huh? Don't they? I mean, I mean, yeah. They say everything differently, but they also they also of- invented the language. So true. But there was certain. Can't really wo- argue. <laughs> There's certain words. I've never thought about that. That's very true. It's uh, it's so funny when I hear like Americans talk like shit about British people. Yeah. It's like, dude, like they, they this shit. created the language. Like you can't really talk shit. That's crazy. Their yeah, their slang is also super crazy. But I I like the accent, but I hate when certain actors use the accent. Like when it's not real. Obviously, like American Horror Story right now. There's this lady. Yeah, Michael's not his head. He knows what I'm talking about. God, that shit drives me crazy. She just, and she whines. So it's just like, yeah, he doesn't have his mic today, unfortunately. He would vouch for me. But it's like, you can tell she's trying really hard. And in, in so it was weird. Like the way the season worked is like, during the beginning of the season, she was an actor acting as an American. So she had no accent. And then they show it like behind the scenes, the actors and actresses go back to the haunted place. And all of a sudden she has her real accent. So it just fucks with your head. And it's just like annoying at that point. It's weird. But they can do it. I, th- I think that they can pull it off pretty well. Like, uh, so the guy from, uh, for example, like Christian Bale, right? Like he was Batman. Like he did a great job without using his accent. He has an accent. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, shit. he's I British. Had, I had no idea. Yeah, Christian Bale's br- uh, British and, uh, officer, uh, Detective Gordon or Commissioner Gordon. I think yeah. he, he ended up in the last one, but he's British as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They do a yeah. really good job. Yeah. They kill it. They just try to make themselves sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Talk slow. Yeah. And, damn, that he's really good. I had no idea. I know the guy from uh, Superman. He's from England too. The monster Jack dude. The new Supermans. Oh, I haven't seen any of the new ones. Oh, for, do you know what actor I'm, I'm talking about? He no. was in Batman versus Superman as well. You saw that, didn't you? No, didn't see okay. it. Okay, you know the actor I'm talking about? Who's actually plays Superman? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was in like a, he did, him and um, Ben Affleck, when that movie was coming out, they did, uh, they were with the people on the NBA finals or something like that, like doing like the talk stuff on the mics, and he had a super thick British accent, it was so confusing. Yeah. Hella weird, but you would never guess. Yeah. That's crazy. Christian Bale, man, that blew my mind. <laughs> like, I can't believe that. Fact check me, man. That's wild. I might. Michael is. You guys notice anything strange about. You're drinking a fucking Starbucks, bro. That was like one of the first things I almost said. That guy, Henry Cavill. 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 He was in the Count of Monte Cristo? Damn. Good for him. Yeah, that's weird. You're drinking a Starbucks, bro. Starbucks, man. You know what's funny is as soon as I stepped in. The room. That's the first thing my eye went to. Is like because of the green cup. Yeah. yeah, Christian Bale. I was surprised. Where was he born? And you're on the fucking internet. 
can find out, Michael. Overseas. He's <laughs> <laughs> born in England. <laughs> That's just got, what it says. So what you got in there? It's uh it's the blonde it's the blonde rose, so it's the pour over. It's the best one. The blonde rose, you like that one the best? It's the best one that they have that that most Starbucks carry, other than like the roastery. Which pisses me off because they need to step their game up, like as far as like what they what they distribute throughout all of their stores because like I, I just don't understand like why you would put out shit coffee, like still charge like a premium fucking price for it. But like if you go to the roastery, like they have like the organic, like more like exclusive um beans that that they'll I mean, but like it's I mean it's a lot more money. I'll tell you like, why. Mass distribution. That's really all it is. Because there's so, think about it, it's all over the world and it's on yeah. like there's multiple ones on every block. They want it. It's the same thing with McDonald's. You go to any McDonald's, get a double cheeseburger or a Big Mac. It tastes exactly the same, right? So they need to replicate everything everywhere you go because that's what makes a customer happy. So yeah. essentially, they burn their beans and then add flavor in it. They they crush. Yeah, it's but disgusting. the and then the the high class roastery that's really overpriced. You got to drive to get there, so it brings people there. Which I pay. I'll pay extra for that because that place is dope. Especially if you want to just sit down and chill with somebody. And usually that's the only time that I will drink Starbucks, but I got a gift card, so I went there and mm. yeah, it's like fuck it. And the lineup at Panera was crazy. That's how you finally so. gave in. See, I put syrup in mine, so <laughs> yours. Yeah, yours doesn't even taste like I accidentally had a sip no, of your coffee, and it does not taste like coffee. You tasted one from Bigfoot though, Bigfoot Java. You did. Yeah. Yeah, the ones from Starbucks are better than there. No. Yeah. For sure. When I when I put the syrups in there. We're going to have to agree to disagree. Because I put the, the sugar-free mocha. It's syrup. Sugar, like you're yeah. adding yeah. flavor to it. I love it. It's great. It tastes <laughs> it's like a mocha. The, the way I see it, it's like going to, like when you were a little kid and you get like a fountain pop, right, at Godfather's or something. Mm-hmm. And you go you go and you get every flavor of soda. <laughs> like fuck? Mountain Dew, root beer. Who does that? Dude, like. You know kids he- that did that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Hella kids did that. Yeah. Did you, did you used to do that shit? Did you ever try it? Not like no. I oh I I tried it and was like, man, no, what I the fuck is this? Oh yeah, they called it a graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, that shit. Sucked. That was on the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't. I that couldn't shit think of it, sucked, so. and Starbucks doesn't. It's just like a shitty statement. Like, Starbucks is great, bro, and it's quick. It's easy. Like. Pure coffee, I'm not gonna say it's good, but with the syrups, I was like, man, it's good enough. I mean, even even Panera, like I, I I've been, and the only reason I even say Panera I'm is because because their coffee is good. Their their coffee is decent. It's just way better than Starbucks. I'm surprised though, because they have a lot too. So it's the same kind of. I don't know, man. It's a it's a better taste. Yeah, but actually, uh, I learned something about this cup. So it's actually called the Community Cup, and most people think that it was because they don't support Donald Trump. So that's that's what I heard. Yeah. Like that was the rumor that I heard was like, oh, they they didn't want to do the Red Cup because uh, they didn't want to support Donald Trump and the Republicans in this in this election. So I was like, wow, like you know, that's kind of stupid. I mean, I don't support Trump either, but like, um, you know, you don't have to <laughs> base your 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 cup yeah. around that. And then. Well, they I came asked out the with girl, the red cup too. I saw one the other day. Yeah, yeah. So the and the girl told me she was like, "Yeah, like it's the it's the community cup." I was like, "Cause I never noticed that there was all these people in there. I just saw it green, yeah. right?" And I was like, "What is this?" And she was like, "Oh, it's our community cup. Like we're doing it for the election." 
And uh, I was like, oh, is that because you guys don't like support Donald Trump? Or she was like, no, that's not it at all. Actually, she was like, actually, what uh, Starbucks as a company is trying to do is they want to bring the community together in a time of diversity during this election. So I was like, man, that's that's, dope. that's smart as fuck. So well you done, know what? Starbucks. Each person drawn on here, the artist that drew it, didn't lift his pen once. Serious? Yeah. So everything is connected. So that's part of like the the bringing everybody together. Oh, I see that. I told that's everybody crazy. about that at the gym the other day. Yeah, I was looking at a couple of them, at, at a couple of the faces. I was like, man, do some of these people got teardrops? Like, are they just gangsters <laughs> on here? <laughs> teardrop tattoos? Oh, that's dope. Hey, man. Oh. So what we got today, man? We're rambling. So let's go on with the uh, let's go on with the question, not the coffee. We had a question from Terry. Shout on, out to Terry on uh, on Facebook Live, and we decided that we wanted to uh, we wanted to put it as part of the podcast because it was actually a super deep question, um, and a lot of it has to do with mindset, which uh, I think that we should touch a little bit more on. Um, most definitely um, that will most definitely apply to our fitness as well. But the, I believe that the question was, uh, were the boys you once were, uh, or would the boys you once were be inspired, be inspired by the men that you've become today? I purposely was waiting for you to do it. Cause I knew I was going to butcher it. Cause I was blank <laughs> and you know me, <laughs> I can see you thinking too. Your I was eyes thinking went hard, up and to the right. Yeah. I was thinking hard, man. I almost pulled out my phone, but yeah. Um, I think you got it right. Um, Shit, I think we can go on for days about this. So, were the boys you once were be inspired by the men you are? I would say absolutely, just from the fact I know um, when I was a kid, this is not where I thought I would be. And I don't think it's where other people thought I would be. So, just from that simple fact alone. And I think that just shows that, like, change is just, like... And to me, change is inspiring, right? Somebody who can embrace change and go forward with it. And that is what comes to my mind first and i know you have a similar situation because i'm sure a lot has changed since you were a kid because did you think that you were going to be doing no fitness health no i thought i was going to be a pro ball player like my entire life up until like high school when i realized like okay well you know i'm not like as far from the competition as i thought i was going to be when when i was younger because when i was younger it was like it was crazy like i think i dropped like you know 40 points few times like uh, in like second grade you know what I mean and then, like people were always telling me like okay well you're probably gonna go to the league like if you're doing this now then you know it's pretty much inevitable but which actually I've extracted a huge lesson from I'll, I'll share that uh, at a later time but for me I never thought that I was gonna be in fitness and then getting into like my teenage years and you know into like my like 20, like 20 to 20, 22, 23, um, I wasn't really doing shit. And I didn't think that, one, I didn't think that I was going to be in fitness. Two, I wasn't doing shit. And I had no idea about the direction that I was going to go with, with my life. So if I was to look at the person who I am now, I would for sure be inspired and say like, wow, like if I was to look, would be able to see the future and say, okay, well, this is what you're going to, I probably wouldn't believe it because one, I was, I was afraid. I was terrified of, of group speaking, never thought I would be a public speaker. Um, and, uh, fitness was just kind of something that I did, um, 
as sometimes really just to kill time. Like literally I wasn't doing shit. So like when I wasn't high, like I was going to the gym and, and training and, um, and I wasn't making, I wasn't making really any money at that time. Like I was making some money, but it wasn't anything like, like what I'm making now. Right. I didn't feel like I was successful at all. I had no idea what that even meant. Um, and really, to me, it was kind of like the perspective of just like the uber rich and people flying around in private jets and stuff like that, which obviously I have a different perspective of it now. Um, but I again, like I would absolutely have to say that I would be inspired um, because it's it's pretty much the exact opposite of the person that I was not even really that long ago, you know, yeah. five years ago. <laughs> Um, I know so that's crazy. When a, you said 22, 23, it kind of made me be like, damn, that's nuts. Cause obviously I'm only 24. Yeah. Um, I think it, the exact same thing for me, obviously I was just so much different. And I think like this would have been impossible. And it's funny because, and I mean, shit, now I have ambition tatted on me, um, across my arm. And a lot of people like will watch my Snapchat, my Instagram. They're like, wow, like, how are you doing so much? And I don't feel like I'm working when I do it. And I look back and it's the same thing you said. I just wasn't doing anything. And and now when I think about it, I'm just like baffled. Cause I'm like, how the fuck was I just sitting there? Yeah. Literally playing video games, getting high, chilling. The only athletic thing I did was soccer. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it's not a daily thing. And obviously that was in and out of soccer with the injuries, but I think it, when I was younger, I looked at money as honestly something that I, I didn't really have a choice of how I was going to make it. To me, it was like, well, my dad did this. He told me I needed to do this because that's what he did. And, and I'm going to be successful if I do it, too, because I'm like him. And, and I don't think that's bad because he was right. And he is. I'm exactly like him. And it's, it was sales. And in a way, I'm like that. But he wasn't going to look at a chubby son that wasn't doing anything and be like, yo, you're going to make it in fitness. You should do this. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? So he was looking out for me the best way he could. And the only thing he knew, because that's all he did. Um, so for me, it was always like, oh, well, I'm just going to like kind of fuck around until it gets to a point where I have to work and my dad hooks me up with a job and then I start doing whatever. So in school, I didn't try, I didn't get good grades. Like I literally was just messing around and, and doing shit with my friends as much as I could. So the fact that like the grind is so hard with both of us now, it blows my mind. And, and again, that wasn't too long ago, but no, it wasn't, I was, I mean, for me, I was 17, 18 and then 18 into 19 was when everything changed for me. So I guess, you know, and that's five years ago now. So it was a pretty big shift yeah. for me. It's the, the whole social media thing is interesting. Um, because as soon as you said that, I remember I didn't have a Facebook for a long time, uh, because I didn't really use it and I didn't really post anything. And, and, and when I did post something, it was, it wasn't anything on the level that I do now, as yeah. far as like actually trying to help people and, uh, advertising and, and stuff like that. Um, and I didn't understand how people had so many followers. And for me, like when I, when I would like follow these people or when I would see their stuff, I'd be like, like, it's not even interesting. Yeah. Right. Like, what are they doing? And, uh, so I, I, I got off social media completely, uh, for a while. And then once I started getting, um, once I got into fitness or once I, uh, started taking classes, I was like, man, like now I can see social media as, as a platform and, this is where people get their content and this is how they post multiple times a day. And then once I started doing that and being consistent with it, then it was like, okay, like, you yeah. know, I, this is really what I need to be doing. And I could, I, I could actually see possibilities from there. I didn't know where that was going to take right. me, but I knew that there was going to be opportunities. See, and I never, from I had an Instagram and Facebook. And I just never used it. Part of me wishes that I could have, 
because you know how they pop up the memories. Yeah. All my memories are from a time when I started using it for fitness, fitness. and stuff yeah, like that. Me too. I wish I could have memories from further back that nobody else could see because I don't want people to see that. But, <laughs> but just to see like how far I've come because there's there was like a point where I started kind of using Facebook right before I got into all this stuff, and and I get memories of those statuses like every few months because it was so infrequent. And I just shake my head and I'm like, what the hell? Like something about partying or something stupid, you know? And I'm just like, like, what was the point of that? You know what I mean? And I, and if I could just see, like, I remember all the shit I did and, and where I was, but I think it would be cool to have those memories like written down to see that change. Yeah, for sure. It's, I think that if I was to have a conversation with myself to kind of take it one step further, um, I would almost use myself as, as a mentor. Because, um, and I think that I would have said something to myself where, where I am now, if I, if the younger me was sitting right in front of me, I would definitely have like a reality check with myself and say, Hey, like, this is where you're at, at, at age 26. But if you were to start here at 19, um, or even fucking 20 or 21, I'd be so much further along and I would have have learned a lot more. Um, but I also believe that timing is everything. I think that I was at a point in my life where, uh, you know, when, when Luca came in to speak to speak to the class, I mean, we both obviously got super fired up. We were, uh, sitting not too far away from each other. We shared that class together, but I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, and, and that just blew, blew my mind away. Like, this is what he's doing with fitness. Possible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's possible. And like, in, in, if I could turn this fire and this passion and, and really to get out of the rut that I was in, because and the other way I look at it too was like, man, like success is hard and like doing the shit that we do every day consistently, right? Like it yeah. takes, I mean, you got to have a lot of capacity and mental capacity in order to achieve that on a day-to-day basis. But it's also on the, on the opposite end of that spectrum, it's also very hard to sit down and do nothing, right? It's more, there's way more wear and tear on your, on your state of mind doing shit. But it, I think it takes that huge light bulb that big check at some point in your life to realize that because i remember at a point where it wasn't it didn't seem like it was right. wearing and tearing on me because i was fine just chilling well that's but sedation now, man because uh, like, yeah. yeah but, but once i had that change now if i try to sit down for a little bit i go insane like for sure you know what i mean i can't stop so and this isn't like this is so you are still for where you're at and where you're going you're still pretty young i think it's safe mm-hmm. to say um but me and you are a good example because you said like, man, if you could just do this at 19, 20, maybe even 21, dude, I did it at 19. So I had my light check a little bit sooner than you and it's the same thing. So look where we're at and I'm two years behind you yeah. age wise. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, and that's a shout out to anybody who's young trainer listening to this, anybody who's young period listening to this, um, any parents who have kids that are going to be growing up eventually, or they already are grown up. I think if you take that and then what I said about my dad trying to get me into uh, sales and and he does sales in the oil industry. So here's the thing is he makes good money. Um, he likes what he does because he sells stuff. He, he isn't like, like I love fitness. My dad can't sit there and say, I love oil. You know, um, he loves, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause you can't like, yeah. he loves the industry. He loves the people he works with. So it's great. And it's working for him and he's happy now. There was a lot of years where he wasn't. And I know that for a fact, but to be able to, look at what you do and then put that passion or that skill set into what your son or daughter wants to be passionate about. You know what I mean? Because if I would have had that help sooner, it would have made the world of a difference because then I would have known it was okay. Cause I went into fitness knowing or thinking that 
this isn't what you're supposed to do, which made everything 10 times harder. Right. Because you can't do this. It's not going to be a good thing, you know? And I think going back to would that inspire me? Fuck yeah. Because I was at a point where I was like, oh, this would be dope. Oh, but I can't do that. You know, oh, I want to play soccer. Oh, no, I can't do that either. You know what I mean? Like nothing made sense. Oh, I want to train soccer players, help people lose anything. No, it, it wasn't an option. So the fact that I just said screw it and went for it and then made something out of it, that alone would inspire the hell out of me as a kid. I, I think it's just for, I mean, that's a good message for anybody, not just somebody who's getting into fitness, but. Because you can change or, or push like for if a career. You're, man, if you're a young entrepreneur, like, man, if you were if you were hustling as a kid, like, you know, like going out and like mowing lawns for the neighborhood or washing cars or selling candy at school, like, man, like I did all of that shit. And I know yeah. that there's, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not unique in any way because I did that. Like there's tons of people who, who do that. And now like that there's the internet, right. It's moving at a way different speed than when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for, for there's, there's so much more opportunity that they don't really have to go out and do the door to door stuff. Right. But like, man, like if, if that's what you did and now you're in, uh, you're, you're working at fucking Safeway or, you know, some nine to five type of job, man, like it's, it's very hard and it's suffocating to 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 work at a place like that man like it it literally feels like you just like you're closed in there's and no like there's an yeah there's no means to an end it's like man like this is the lifestyle i want to live but this job is not going to get me there mm -hmm. um and, and and you know it right and i so that's why i mean like i i bounced from job to job for like years and i i always worked because i knew that i had to and always did i always did my best at it but at the same time, like I never left happy. Yeah. Ever. Like I never went to work happy. Yeah. That I mean, that was a big thing for me. And then like now being in the career that I'm in that I'm in now and, and doing what I do every day, it's a it's a complete it's a complete op I mean, like polar opposite of yeah. where my mind is and where I was. And I think dude, I remember when I was working at Rite Aid and like I, I started getting into all this stuff and uh, dude was like, Hey, we're going to be needing a new manager in six months. Cause he's leaving. Like you're going to be here for a long time. You know, like that position will open up for you. Can go up. And I literally was just like, no. And he's like, what? You'll make more money. And I'm like, because I won't be here. Like yeah. I can't, get, I, I literally was in the mindset. Like if I progress within this facility, then I'm setting myself up for a long-term thing. Or like I'm bringing up the idea that, Oh, then I could go to corporate. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, yeah. no, can't do that. Sorry. And then I literally went like, after that I had like a light check and I went and got a, applied at a job at a community center. Cause I knew that was closer to being in fitness. That's where I met Dan who yep. kind of mentored me. And it was like, I, I literally, he did that. And then I got the hell out of there. And then obviously I started working at vigor, but um, because it's the same thing, like we just said, there's no means to an end. Like you have to look at what you're doing and say, okay, what's the end road? You know what I mean? Because I can sit here and look at vigor and my boom, boom performance. And I know, okay, like boom, boom performance. This is how I'm going to create like this hub of fitness community information, content, coaching, and it's going to be a residual income. And here's how big and monstrous I know vigor is going to. And this is what my role in there is going to be, which is going to be a career as well. So there's always like a next step. And with that, I can say like, you know, I'm going into year five soon at Vigor, like confidently and without worry. You know yep. what I mean? Because things just keep growing. And I see that end goal in 10 years. Like if you can't be in a situation where you see that, I think that you need to make some kind of shift or change. Dude, it's scary, I, but. I've, have you ever compared like your W-2s? For the two businesses? For, well, for just for Vigor, like since you started and then. Oh, since no, I you, haven't. I was going to say, because I don't even have a W2 at. So, so I did that. I did that last, 
uh, I did that last year. Yeah. And each year has been like, like crazy, a crazy jump to where like, I, I was like, man, like what did, and then to even like reverse engineer that. And because I, I know that there's, there's been times and, and I'm sure that you felt the same where you might feel stuck right at, yeah. at some point, or it's hard to break through yeah. um, that point, but then to reverse engineer that and say, okay, well, this is where I was right. Like, and then that next year I made, you know, another eight grand more. And then the next year after that, I made another uh, eight grand after that. It's like, okay, well, something's, something's working. Yeah. Right. But if you ever feel like stuck, right, like reverse engineer that and say, okay, what got me there? Yeah. Right. Like what got me that, that jump in, in eight grand. Yeah. So, and, and I actually started writing those things down and then started to, to implement that into uh, the things where, you know, especially the subculture that I've kind of created at Vigor with Sunday Warrior and mm-hmm. and, um, and, and my personal uh, my personal clients, like implementing those little things on a day to day basis. And then referrals started just like flooding yeah. in. I was like, holy shit. Well, dude, it's it's usually the simple shit that you forget about. Yeah. Right. And I think like because there's so much I mean, it's shiny object syndrome, but you can do what you just said with anything in life or any career. Right. If you look at it and you go, okay, within five years, this is exactly what I did each year that kept growing. Um, Here's the pattern of what I kept doing and here's how I added on more. And that's why I kept growing. So eight, the next time becomes 12, 12, the next time becomes 16. You know what I mean? And it grows because as you grow, you learn more right? and you learn how to implement things better. And that goes for literally any career and you meet more people, you network more referrals, come through more, your name gets it, like everything. And, and again, that goes for any industry. It doesn't matter if you're in fitness or not. Um, and I, I like, I definitely haven't done that, but I think I'm going to go dig in. My yeah, you files should. And I think, yeah, I think that you'll be surprised. And it's not even like a, you know, in, it's not like a crazy jump, right? Like it's, I mean, it's significantly more than, than I made, but, um, what, what makes it so significant for me is because I know where I'm at, at Vigor, everything is performance-based, right? So not just the results that you get from training, but like us as coaches and like how much we make completely, uh, reflects on, the productivity that yeah, that we put in every single day. So that's why I was like, man, like that's the best feeling in the world yeah. to know that I work my ass off to make more money and and to accomplish what I want to accomplish to hit my goals, man, this is it. So let's talk about this because I had a moment like this and and you just talked about feeling stuck and stuff. I got to a point and I sat you down and then I ended up sitting Luca down too where I got to a point where like I did kind of feel stuck. I didn't know exactly why or what wasn't making me have this like burning fire to just like do everything I've always been doing. Um, and, and that bugged me and it wasn't like, Oh, I'm making less money. I'm and, and it wasn't had nothing to do with money, my, but because that kept going on, the money started dropping. Um, and it literally came down to just remembering what I did in the past that made it more fun and more engaging for myself, which in turn made it more fun and engaging for the clients and the people reading my blogs and all this stuff. And because I remembered that and I thought about what I used to do and started implementing those old things like you just talked about and slowed down on the big picture, right? Because I think right. like I was like, oh, I'm going to do a blog a week, a newsletter a day, a <laughs> video a week. I'm going to post this every weekend. I'm going to do this. You know, And there you was just start sh- drowning. Oh, dude, yeah. I just start drowning in shit. And the quality of what you're doing goes down. Yeah. Um, Precision Nutrition used to be like crazy on top of how many blogs they came out with. And then they stopped and did. It's like once one or two a month. Or no, it's like it's two or three a month now. It's slowed down significantly where it used to be like multiple a week. And they said everything went up. 
because the quality of the blogs and the right. are so much better. You click a blog now, you can get the audio for it. You can get the infographic for it. Like they just put so much effort into the little things. And it's like going back to that one thing, right? Like what's your one thing and just kill it. And so I did that and I just, I've been so much happier, less stress, sleeping better. Um, and of course, like, because I did that and this has nothing, I didn't, I actually did less content, which means less opportunity for leads to come in. And I actually haven't been making more money now, which is weird, but it's just going back to doing what you love the right way. Correct. And I think like reverse engineering, I guess that's exactly what I would find if yeah, I looked at most my, definitely, you know what I mean? I think that, man, like, it's it's funny because whenever you feel, like, in a in a position where you're stuck, right, and, like, I know that it's because it's like, man, like, there's so much more that I could be learning, right? So you want to do everything at once, and then you forgot about the important shit that got you there, yeah. right? So I think that, like, if, if you have that, and again, like, it comes back to to systems, right? Everything in your life, like when you have a, a system in place, things run a lot more smoothly. So even implementing, uh, you know, some way of self-reflecting on, on your life, every area of your life, that if, if you can do that on a, on a weekly basis, take some time and, and really reflect on what you've done, what, what allowed you to accomplish, um, you know, whatever goal that you hit or whatever, um, man, like if you, if you implement that, that's going to be a, a huge game changer, um, in your life. Cause I, I mean, I'm just speaking from experience. We yeah. do a lot with like positive focus and, I was gonna and, say, and gratitude journal and exactly. positive focus, man, every single day Yeah, that like, and making a system around it is huge. Like, like when we started our 90 day thing, I went and bought a whiteboard and it's funny because there's not like a ton of like ad run this ad, this percentage boost this pay for the, you know, it's literally like wake up positive focus, meditation, gratitude journal. Like those are the first three things that you see on every day because like that's what I have to do to make sure I don't get into that place again. Yep. Right. And that's the, th the thing that's going to keep you grounded. Um, and I, I was going to say like, let's go over like steps to get unstuck, but like that would probably be mine. Like start self-reflecting more. Um, I would probably seek help, ask somebody to call you out a little bit and help you talk some, through it. some form of, of meditation as well. So, and I, I know that, you know, people listen to this probably like meditation, like, man, I'm not just going to sit there and just go on all fucking day or yeah. for 10, 15 minutes. Um, there's different forms. And what, what it allows you to do is just create space. So whether I mean, it could be even be as simple as like taking a nap. Right. Mm -hmm. I know that if I take a nap after a crazy day, especially those days when I wake up at 5 a.m. and, you know, I need to I need to do 30 to 45 minutes of just, you know, just chill mode um, to not let myself get overwhelmed like that can act as as a form of I meditation think making sure right? that just you creating space don't assume that doing that is like negative or uh, unproductive because i know a lot of people go like okay like if it, you know what guitar right now it turns into my meditation if i don't have time to do meditation and guitar i choose guitar because it, it takes me, it's easier for me to get into the zone. Whereas meditation, I have to concentrate and focus for a little bit just to wind down. Cause my mind's going right. so crazy, but guitar, like I'll set a timer on my phone for like 25 minutes and just put it on the other side of the room. And I just start practicing and learning. And that's my meditation. It's creating space. But a lot of people are like, man, I got work to do. I can't sit down and fucking play guitar. And it's like, no, like you have to do that stuff. Like take that time because then your work is going to be better. Right. That took a while for me to understand. I think that was huge for me. Um, going shit, going back to the question. Now that we're talking about this, like I think I would be surprisingly inspired because I just wouldn't expect all this. I know? think I think listening to this episode would be would, yeah. would fire me up 
to know that I'm talking about the things that I'm talking about and right. and reflecting on that time when I was fuck anywhere from 18 to to 23 was a shitty point, you know, and that's almost five years. You yeah. know, it wasn't it wasn't you know total you know all the way through 23 because that's when that's really when I got that aha moment and and was just like it actually wasn't even really an aha moment. I was just tired of being where I was at. And it was like, man, you got to do something other than what the fuck that you're doing yeah. now, right? Because it, it has nothing to do with what you want to accomplish. Yeah. So do something that might be a little bit productive. And if, if you guys listen to uh, my episode on on my little uh, spiel of, of who I am, uh, you know that school was like, man, I, I, I kicked it early. And I always failed at like I was never a good student. So for me to go back to school and say like, man, like that was like, you know what I mean? Like that was almost like a last resort. It's like, yeah. man, if this doesn't work out, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, I could be working a, a nine to five and, and nothing wrong with that. But for me as, as an individual, um, like I said, I would suffocate in that in that environment. I would definitely be unhappy. Like it doesn't matter if I would be making 90 to 100 grand yeah. and with benefits well, and that's all that the stuff thing too, and have is that like, safe job like if it, it like nine to fives are great if there again is a means to an end not only financially but like you get satisfaction out of it because there's certain people who like like in real estate like like they love doing that they love like i know for me if i wasn't in fitness if i could be in a sales position where i got to not sit at a desk all day, but like go talk to people, um, sell houses. So if, if it was oil, then oil, like I would just, I love communicating and like social interaction. So for me, like, and if it was nine to five, that's fine. Like, I like the way, like there's no schedule for us, but it's, it's more of, it's I just more don't want people freedom. to hear that and, and think something's wrong. Yeah. With that, yeah. You know yeah. What I, mean? I get you, but it's, it's more of the freedom that, that we have. I think that that works so well for us because, you know, Lucas, Lucas very laid back even being like the the psychotic maniac that he is like and and always no. pushing us to do more <laughs> like but no seriously but like you know to say that man like you guys make your own schedule like i've never yeah. ever had somebody who i work for yeah. say that to me yeah ever or give me you know freedom to create opportunities for myself i got another mobility workshop actually coming up uh, uh, in the month of December, Dope. um, that, that I just talked to him last night about. So it's like, man, like as soon as I reach out to him and say, Hey, this is what I want to do. Like he's there for, for guidance and for help. And like, he, he's more of a mentor and a, and a coach or like a big brother to us than, yeah. than he is a, than he is a 100%. boss. And that's what, like going back to like performance breeds, what we make. And I think that's the huge thing. It's like, and I, I did the same thing. I sat him down and I was like, yo, this is, this is what I want to do for man's formation and, and strength camp. And I, I was like, I want my like sole career to be based on that. Mm -hmm. Like, I know we can do this, 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 and like had this crazy idea at the new gym. And he wasn't like, uh, you know, I don't know. His, his option was like, let's make it happen. Yep. Start implementing things now to show me you can do it. You know what I mean? Performance. So if I perform, guess what's going to happen? Like it's going to like exactly what I want to happen. Right. Um, and I think like uh, people lose sight of that because even in like typical day jobs, like if you perform at what you, if you're a janitor, but you clean the fuck out of that building, people will notice, put as much effort into everything that you can do in, in no matter what you will grow. And if you have a hard time grasping that, I know the a book isn't always the answer, but the leader who had no title, man, I read that twice and listened to the audio book twice. Like that shit is gold because 
it teaches you that like no matter what position you are in in a company, you are very, very valuable and you need to show your importance by just performing. You know what I mean? On top of that, being present in what you're doing. And that actually can go into a whole different spiel of not just your work, because I think that's huge. Like if you want to make good money, if you want to be successful, if you want to get noticed, be present in what you're doing, right? Like that very second, because that shows that if you're writing, a, if your job is writing reports, if you are present in that report, it's going to be a better report. If I'm present in a client session, it's going to be more a better session for that client. If I'm present at this podcast, the podcast is going to be better. If I'm present on a date, right? Put my phone away and get on that date. It's going to be a better date. You're going to have better relationships, better everything. Like that was a huge thing for me. And I think if I look back at where I was, I can look through everything I used to do. And I'm just like, man, like I just was not present. Right. What's going right. on? Things were just kind of going by and I was just going through the motions. Um, and, and one big thing for me was uh, two things actually was my relationships that have changed. And then like my client, uh, relationships, because I get little, like, because I'm more present and I notice little things and I just say little things, I get people that come back to me and notice those things and say something back about how much that little thing meant to them. And it had nothing to do with training, had nothing to do with anything. And it's like, man, like that was just me being present and showing a little more love. And then the same thing goes with relationships. Like I, like, relationships in and family included are just so much better well look it, it, it i think what that boils down to is is not really well it is you know being being focused and being engaged in the situation that you're in but i think that being in that state of mind allows you to go above and beyond for whatever that you're doing absolutely right? so whether it's dates whether it's work whatever like you go above and beyond and you you give more in value than you take in 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 some form of, of payment or whether it's with your girl, if, if, you know, if you buy her a thousand dollar fucking purse or whatever, and like, you just do it out of the goodness of your heart. And I really, and even if she doesn't like really like appreciate or, or uh, really focus on like material things, right. If it's just something that you're doing um, to out of the goodness of your heart, man, like that's gonna, that's gonna pay back in, in your yeah. relationship. Even if it's not, not like something where she buys you a gift, that's a thousand dollars. And you know what I mean? Like it's, it's more about paying attention and, and being focused and saying, okay, well she really cares about this. So, you know, and do it because you appreciate that person, right, right. not because you want something back. Right. And that was like, I think the whole point of a gift is is exactly that. It's like, man, like I really am grateful and appreciate this person in my life. I'm gonna show them a little love to make my to to let myself know that I appreciate them to remind myself, and then they get a lot out of that, right? So, like a good example is like the other day. So, like I told you guys earlier, Shannon was sick. I went and bought like wellness formula, which is like this. God, dude, it just fucking reeks. The the pill is, just smells bad. You gotta take six of them at a time. It's nasty, but it works, bro. It, like it kicked her shit out in like two days. So like that, Nyquil, and then vitamin C. But I put them on the counter and left a note with it, like pointing to them. And it was like, you know, take six of these. They stink. But yes, take fucking six. I'm serious. Like, (laughs) I'm going to call you out on this. Like, but like that little thing, just because I was like, yo, I I want her to feel better. Like, I care about her. And it was like, I totally forgot I even left the note and everything. And it was like, meant the world to her. You know what I mean? And just those little things can make a relationship so much better. And I do the same shit for my mom, my dad. Like, I was in Leavenworth and I saw like a golf uh, golf club corkscrew. And it was like five bucks, but it was like a golf, like the end of a golf club. My dad was so fired up about it and then like told his friends about it and shit. Like, and it's just like yeah. a little corkscrew, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he doesn't even use it because he has an electric one, but it's just like, it's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? I went to, I went to breakfast with my dad yesterday. Yeah. I really want to get him on here. I, I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta ask. Yeah, he's, he's so well, I think, 
And well, just because I mean, you said that like spending time with my family, I think means more to them than than anything. anything. Yeah, so and just going out to to breakfast with with my dad on you know we do it like every every couple of weeks or so, um, or at least at least once a month, but like just spending that time, like I, I told, I told my girl, uh, before, um, the day before I was like, yeah, like I'm super excited. Like I, I get to go to breakfast with my dad tomorrow. And like, you know, growing up and actually me and Michael were just talking about this beforehand. Like me and my dad can't live together. We're just like so much alike. Yeah. And that how we are like as, as people, like we just butt heads. Oh yeah. So, I was the same way with my dad when I lived <laughs> with him. It was always like that. But now that I'm out, right. Like I appreciate it way more. Yeah. And like we, we have such we have a much more better relationship and it's just, I mean, we're just shitting on each other whole th- the whole time and like <laughs> clown on each other, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And then, you know, just talking to him about real things, man. And just like, you know, because I don't see him that often that the conversation is much more engaging and yeah. it's, it's about real shit. And, and, you know, he doesn't try to, he doesn't try to manipulate the way I do things. He's kind of like, man, like, you know, do your thing. Like, I'm yeah. proud of you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the coolest. 100%, man. I, and it's funny because I actually just went to lunch with my dad the other weekend. It was the same thing. Like, back in the day, it's like I would avoid being home. I would avoid, like, going out with all them because the same thing. We just butt heads and it was, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And I don't think he did either. Like, I just, like, I, I think he just knew he had to. And he probably enjoyed it more than me. I was like a punk little kid. But yeah. But now it's the same thing. Like you go and shoot the shit, and it's it's totally different, man. But you got it. It comes down to being present in that time too. You know, back in the day, I wasn't at all. That's huge, man. Bam. I would like to get your dad on here. I think that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, we are getting ready to set up interviews, so why not, man? Yeah, like, I'm gonna ask him, dude. He just, just just as like a random like he's not a one even, liner. Isn't it he? actually could be fitness related because you know he will reflect on his track days oh, yeah. and everything which is the most hilarious well maybe we do like dad interviews because it's the same thing my dad will reflect <laughs> on karate and shit like that and he'll probably come out with some stories that all of us will be like yeah that that didn't happen come on man i think i think we could even bounce off of this topic doing that and say okay like where do you see you know where do you see Cody from where he was to where he oh, is now? Shit. That would be, that would be really interesting. Be yeah, yeah. My dad called me. He was, it's funny. He was in Vegas. So he calls me at like 1130 and the meetings are done. So he's just kicking it, having a drink. And I'm like laying in bed, like about to pass out. And, and he started like just going off on like, cause he kept like, he kept Googling me again, bro. And he found like pictures of me shirtless on Google. <laughs> he starts sending me them and he's like, yo, we're going to do, He's like, I got a business plan. We're going to do a boom, boom family transformation. Vinny, me, Jill, like everybody. I was just like, God, this guy is crazy. <laughs> He's like, I found all these half naked pictures of you on Google. Like <laughs> showing Fucking people inspire out here. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I was cracking up. But then it like, but then he boiled down to being like serious and like saying he was proud of me. And that's like huge because like most dads, I feel like don't say that kind of stuff a lot. So it, it was a big deal to me, you know, so I think it would be funny to get them all on here. I think I think you and your dad are so completely different from me and my dad, but like you guys are so same and we're the like same, you know, yeah. that it would be really funny. It would be hilarious. Like I would just kind of like just throw out some like questions and just hear you guys rant it would be hilarious to me, bro. <laughs> like I think it would be funniest thing and like I, like Shannon was at my house and she said the same thing. She was like like your dad is like a gray-haired version of you. Like literally. Like you guys drunk together is like the weirdest thing ever. That's funny. Too funny, man. All right. So, anyway, to wrap up the question, 
I think we both be inspired by the the men we become. Absolutely, man. I think that's a great question. I think that's a great question for anybody to stop who's listening to this. Stop, write that down, and like really think about it because it makes me reflect. Like, because we we answered this for her on Facebook a while back, but reading it and like really thinking about where you've been and where you've come from is the most inspiring thing to push you further forward because there's like the, it, for most people, at least it's, it's a drastic change. And for me, this would have been impossible under the circumstances. And so absolutely, man, it's fuel. Able to appreciate doses. If you love the mind versus muscle podcast, want more free content and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.